0: Hello, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. And here we are, having a great time, having a good time, uh, having a fun time, I hope. It just rained outside, now the sun is out. This is the story of summer in Ontario. And uh, I'm, frankly, I'm enjoying it. I'm spending a lot of time in my dark room, like... Bart, when he broke his leg in that classic Simpsons episode. But I like it? Ugh. Why? Why do I like it? Am I tricking myself into thinking I like it? Email weeklypodcast at gmail.com to let me know. Hi, I'm Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly in the anniversary week. Uh, I've been doing the podcast for a year. i feeling peppy right now, which is uh, interesting. Maybe it's the medication. Maybe it's the... M- mind control. Maybe I've learned how to control my mind to the point where I don't even need medication, but I'll definitely talk to my doctor if that is the case. Uh, I do need medication, by the way. Had a great show last night at uh, the um, Transac, where I perform a lot with Kurt Newman, who's been on the podcast, and uh, comedian Sima, who was great. And uh, I... uh, uh, Seema Sally, but I don't know if that's the exact pronunciation of her last name. So that was why I was hesitant about saying her last name. Uh, yeah, that felt great. Oh, my God. When things are when you're like present up there, it just is uh, the best feeling. I. I uh I can't even describe it. And maybe if you're a corporate CEO, you know the feeling when you're giving a keynote speech and you're really present. Maybe if you're a priest listening to this, you know when you're giving a sermon uh, that uh, being, being present is very important. Sometimes I'm at the sermon and I see the priest and he's like, I can tell he's thinking of the sports score. He's thinking about whether he's going to heaven or hell. And I'm just like, I don't buy this. And i walk out and i go to the synagogue and i try again today's guest is johnny hawken someone who's actually it's great that this is happening in the anniversary week because johnny is such a big part of how i wound up doing this podcast we recorded some test podcasts together you know a year and a bit ago and they were really fun not a year ago probably two years ago now And uh, they were really fun. And, you know, he was very encouraging and helpful. We would meet up and just talk about the things that we do. He was on MTV Live for a long time. That's where you might know his name or you might. He's done movie scores. He does a lot of content. He does a podcast for Red Bull. He's just really all over. And we talk a lot about video games. And we actually played my Dreamcast uh, a fair amount when we were at when he came by my house but i i can't remember if uh he uh we discussed that on the podcast. Andy Lloyd produced it so i just i just let him get there. And uh yeah, basically Johnny's great. This is a great chat. He'll be back. Uh so enjoy this chat with Johnny and check him out on Twitter, check him out on on SoundCloud, probably Mixcloud too. I don't even know if he's on SoundCloud. I hope so though. He should be. And uh, you can support Nick Flan Weekly by reviewing, rating, going on Patreon, going on Ko-fi. All that stuff's going to be in the show notes. And I'll provide notes about uh, Johnny as well, where you can uh, find out more about him. So enjoy the episode. Happy anniversary, Nick Flan Weekly. Yay! Let's keep going. Uh Now we're talking. Yeah. I just found the perfect angle. Beautiful the perfect crime yeah right this looks uh, very professional it looks like if, if you're listening to this on the podcast uh you're really missing out on uh, two guys in front of two white guys in front of microphones with uh degrees of stubble
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's very it's very professional we're using professional software
0: professional gear professional software professional professionals both of us are professionals talking to each other yeah um mob ties yeah both of us love that drake song mob ties it's true
1: i get advertised about that drake song like 24 7
0: one particular drake drake song (laughs) from his album from last year
1: yeah well the 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 the, there's some online service for drum samples and because i'm always looking up things to make music um because i do that for fun um they're trying to sell me this service. And Boy Wanda, his producer, did a right. video with the sample thing. And he made sam- he made that song from the samples.
0: I've been looking down. I feel like up to me. Yeah. You can't look up to me.
1: So, yeah, they're they're always putting Boy Wanda in my face with that song. Do you
0: feel weird when Drake says the N-word? Uses it? Because he uses it a lot.
1: I don't really... Uh...
0: Do you feel weird when Canadians do? White Canadians I feel weird when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. It happens too much. You ask this little guy. (laughs) Lots of racists out here, eh?
1: You're really starting uh, strong here. This is the beginning coming out the gate, eh? Johnny.
0: Johnny (laughs) Hawking. Oh. As soon as you say it's a professional podcast, that's when everything starts crumbling. (laughs) Rome was not built in a day. Can I hear
1: that on the mic? Yes.
0: This is almost the year-long, the the one-year anniversary of me starting this podcast. Did you know that?
1: I didn't know. Congratulations. Thank
0: you. I could look into the exact day, but I shan't. right Um, now not while we're talking i think
1: i think that that makes kind of sense that i would be here then to commemorate a little bit it sort of
0: does doesn't it
1: we were talking quite a bit before you launched the podcast i like
0: that we discussed this in the (laughs) pre-interview and uh here we are getting to the number one bullet point uh very important for us yeah you were instrumental in my uh um get keeping the flame going on uh wanting to podcast it's true i i i can't remember was it while i was in la when i would come back basically yeah yeah that was pretty much it yeah so i guess i've been doing the uh denko jones podcast for a while and thought i wanted to do one but it seemed like just I, I was I hadn't bottomed yet, <laughs> and I think you need to really bottom out before you decide to like the podcast is basically like it's one step before I'm gonna go to a, it's one step lower than I'm gonna go to an open mic, you know, <laughs> like for the first time, I'm just gonna do it. I've always wanted to do it, and the thing is, you can't say I'm going on here. I'm, I'm on a roll. Uh, you can't say, oh, I've always wanted to podcast. <laughs> Unless you're, like, 15, 12 years old. Because <laughs> then you lived in an age before podcasts. Sort of. I know the original podcast. When did the first podcast start, Johnny, before we get into I don't, explaining?
1: I don't know. Um, but completely uninformed, I will say, uh, the year 2003. Um, I'm going to go... That's my guess. I'm
0: going to go 99.
1: 99? Yeah, I'm right. going
0: to go 99.
1: Was there even a pod, an iPod, in 99?
0: Or oh. I guess that was around the time
1: with pods... Might have been
0: the beginning of pods. Who knows? Maybe 2002. But look, yes, I was interested. We were talking. I can't remember what it was that even got us chatting. I think we were talking about podcasts and right. we were
1: saying that we liked them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess.
1: And then we would go off on tangents talking to each other about them.
0: Yeah. And which our favorites, our least favorites. Yays, nays. Mm-hmm. Talking about cultural uh, directions things were going
1: yeah and I also have this habit of I um, I listen to like tons of podcasts like I'll I'll dip in for one episode to like hundreds of different shows yeah um, which I think is probably not that good for my sanity because
0: um, things I, are always changing
1: it's very spread thin but I think that I had sort of checked out so many podcasts that when you name drop something I actually knew about it um I just
0: yawned right in front of you. I hope <laughs> was, oh, that wasn't like a comment on you. It was more of a comment on me. I mean, that wasn't my think most interesting. Uh, no, I was interested. So. You listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, I mean, that's amazing to do that. I think that that's very thorough of you, even though you think just opening, you know, just going through one. Truly, it might not be, a lot of people say, you know, the one that's called Come Town, What people say is like, oh, I didn't like it. And then I kept listening and I really liked it. Now, these are only men so far who've said (laughs) this to me. Many are under 30. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, okay. You tell me that, I'm not going to be mad at this podcast. Yes. Uh, I mean, (laughs) this is my weird way of saying, like, go on, come down to myself. Never I mean, listen.
1: i'm like if we're if we're just gonna if our first topic is just generally podcasts
0: well no the, i mean the first topic is that i don't I, I first of all i really respect that you said topic on this show i think that's the only time <laughs> the term topic has come into into play has entered the playing field so well to speak.
1: i mean this is partly like partly comes from my work my job my mm-hmm. work life is um i help People create podcasts from time to time. And so I'm always dealing with topics and so. angles, topics and angles. So in, in general, uh, I may be pushing my, my topic and angle. Uh, it's what I'm used to agenda. Yeah. This is my agenda. I, I think that you tried to you.
0: impose that on me a little, not impose, but, we, imposed, but we, I think that we talked about that. We recorded after all of this talking <clears> that when I came back to Toronto, when we got together in a library, yeah, and we they had a podcast room. Welcome to Canada. Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone in the U.S. is like, yeah, my library has a podcast room, too, <laughs> uh, and my taxes are low. But uh, yeah, the the uh, we podcasted. It was fun. It was you know? fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Do you and remember then,
1: the topics I was trying to? Uh... Oh
0: God, it's all a blur to me now. What were they?
1: So I've I. My favorite thing, my favorite idea, you were never that into it. It was, (laughs) I wanted you to just do a new, uh, this is actually a, a famous podcast now called Episode One. I just wanted you to just like, Spend the the episodes trying to find what your format was going to be. So every episode was going to be you trying a new show.
0: Oh, yeah. I used to want to do that. that we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. No, I'm into I that. I really liked that. I'm into That's that. That's now a
1: podcast, though. Episode one, I think it's called.
0: So you just say episode 1.2, <laughs> you know, and then bam, you take off their audience. You would
1: have done it better. You would have done it better.
0: You know what? That's a bold public pronunciation. Well, you know, I mean, I should have done that one. Instead, I have a small but mighty team of listeners and supporters and i hope you never go away review it on itunes <laughs> hit that apple podcast smash the button you know don't be afraid and do the same for johnny hawken over here yeah oh yeah dude yeah
1: just smash the like button on me
0: yeah S-s-s- smash it um
1: <laughs> what was what else were we talking we were okay well
0: yeah we talked about okay so a different format every day which is i always yeah like find
1: yeah finding yeah um we also talked. We also talked. I think about you doing reviews of old video games.
0: Oh well, that is a good idea. Yeah, do you want me to do that right now?
1: I still think you should do that because uh, in the past month or two, I've realized you you're setting yourself up for this. I
0: I've been building to this moment. Well, let me tell you about the game Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> okay, so I got the Sega Genesis one. It's very funny to me. Do you think it's funny when? Uh, the uh, these simplistic games, suddenly you have to pay a bunch of money for them. On, uh, shouldn't they be free once you're past Atari 2600? <laughs> you know, it's like, here's Pac-Man, it's public domain. Here's Centipede, it's public domain. Instead, Namco wants that big buck.
1: So you paid for Ms. Pac-Man?
0: I paid like $5 or something.
1: Like on your phone or On something? the Genesis. On the Genesis. Sega
0: Genesis, okay. Ms. Pac-Man.
1: But, you know, Namco's not getting your $5. I don't
0: think they made it. Uh, no, they did, yeah. Um, no, no, this was definitely through the barter and trade system. Yeah,
1: someone else. <laughs> <laughs> but still, so, so Ms. Pac-Man, why did you choose to go with that? Is that your first review? Is this, is this going to be, like, in light of Jordan Peterson? Um, the what? Mid- The ms like what is ms pac-man isn't it just pac-man i have a a long joke
0: i've been working on about retro gaming and ms pac Miz ms Ms. pac-man but it's it's pac-man with a bow and legs
1: oh there's legs yeah here
0: let me show you can you slide over for one second i'm just going to show you that's a real curveball i gotta be honest i
1: wasn't expecting the legs
0: made by Tengen. (laughs) (laughs) 36 wild and crazy mazes for more fun than ever. Ms. Pac-Man has 36 ways to drive you totally wild and crazy with more fun than you've ever imagined. She gets to run around in 36 unique, mind-boggling mazes. I sound like PewDiePie, kind of, what I'm doing right now. I like, I like <laughs> that. Don't. I hope you don't get that reference. Some that are mighty strange, and some that are straight out of the arcades. Whether you choose, easy normal, hard or crazy speeds. Wow. Ms. Pac-Man will have you running ragged. The
1: game difficulty is a feature in the <laughs> in the description.
0: There's even a I mean, if I read the back and I didn't I only had Nintendo Pac-Man and they said that you could do it at different speeds. I I mean, if this was like, you know, what year did this come out? 19 uh, doesn't really say. Uh, but I'm going to guess 1992. If I was 12 years old and I saw that I could play a super fast Mr. Pac-Man? Ms. Pac-Man? I'm into it. There's even a pack booster button to really let her shake those pesky ghosts. Have you ever shaken your pesky ghosts? No, I don't think I've
1: played Ms. Pac-Man. Although I, I do have this memory that everywhere, every arcade I went to in Canada growing up, there was no Pac-Man game. There was always Ms. Pac-Man.
0: Yeah, well, it's a superior it was, game. It's just a better game. Yeah, it wasn't like Donkey Kong Jr., which had like an incredibly different format than donkey kong but i also think i probably like it better than donkey kong uh it was basically the same but she had legs and it was a little bit better and smoother
1: i have to say the image of (laughs) ms pac-man it's like more sexualized than i was expecting
0: yeah Um, i know she's got
1: a lot of makeup on
0: and then they have the audacity to use the ms as if she's a feminist icon meanwhile no clothes except for boots gloves and a bow (laughs) <laughs> uh, they don't even really the boots and the and the bow match, but I don't think the gloves are like sort of a complementary color but they don't match
1: I mean it just looks like definitely designed by a man um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm horny for Miss Batman I don't I don't think it's like she's not
0: horny. unattractive
1: well no no I mean but I definitely think that that is a uh uh, probably a room full of men um, creating Ms. There's Maybe this. There's also sort Maybe of
0: weird 3D lines that are kind of around. She's Ms. very Pac-Man's 3D for arms. the time.
1: She's very ahead of her time. Yeah. Maybe she just you know dresses you know a way to express herself and right. I'm imposing my points of view on her. You know.
0: All I'm saying is that if you want to return to the arcades of your, check out Pac-Man 2, Ms. <laughs> Pac-Man, and the Adventures of the Ghosts, and. Uh, I definitely think if you're someone who enjoys going in all all four of the directions (laughs) with your character uh sort of balls eating smaller balls um what else would you say eyeballs those are a big thing but it's a real ball centric kind of game
1: yeah absolutely and bows balls and both when did you
0: first play a pac-man game
1: uh no memory I have no memory of that whatsoever. I don't know, like, on my computer probably when I was a kid.
0: Oh, yeah. Though I remember I used to play, like, an orange screen Pac-Man game that was much worse than any <laughs> other Pac-Man. Because it was slow. Computer games were, like, sort of slow for a long time.
1: Yeah. I think, okay, let's let's keep going through these topics from that we... Because there was one more that was my favorite one, personally. Okay. Um, and you still kind of do it a little bit. yeah mm-hmm. um, no, we, maybe we'll get back. Mental to.
0: health in our society. Well, no, and that one,
1: that one, you never spoke about, and then you just went and made your podcast kind of about no. that, which I, I totally appreciate. But and you never brought it up.
0: No. When
1: whenever we were talking, private. You never brought it up.
0: Privacy <laughs> simple.
1: important. Um, but we'll probably talk more about video games because you have a lot of them around us right now. No, no, no. Whatever um, you want. But but my favorite topic that we discussed, and we actually did that um, that episode. To, like we just. Did an episode. Um, Yeah. We recorded it. I don't know where it went.
0: What do you mean you don't know where it went? You were in charge. I was in charge. I think that you cut one that you sent to me, and I think I was so awkward about listening to it that (laughs) I just didn't. But I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't know what to do with it if I listened to it, you know?
1: Yeah. So my favorite topic of all of them was you had an encyclopedic and extensive knowledge of what was going on in YouTuber drama.
0: <laughs> and yeah, I definitely I, had a long conversation with you. That was during one of my darkest <laughs> years, 2016 or something. I mean, I, I have a memory as a person in yeah. my
1: thirties. I'm, like have maybe a vague notion of some of these characters in this, uh-huh. in this play, but you were like, no, you don't know who said what about what. I mean, you, I quickly shifted. You had like a really, and you presented me this very funny <laughs> uh, narrative, this very funny play of, uh, of what the drama was um, going on in the YouTube world. So I found that very entertaining.
0: I'm sorry, I got a text and I looked. ADD, right? <laughs> you can get away with anything. Oh. Oh, where's my... You were impressed by my knowledge of YouTubers? And
1: you just made it very interesting for me, who I generally didn't care that much.
0: No, I mean, that's kind of this thing I do where you don't want to know about this thing that I'm obsessed with? I am sorry. I can't stop myself <laughs> from telling you I'm going to try to make it interesting most likely. It'll be like a roller coaster where the part where it's supposed to be get crazy is a sudden calm end. You know, that's what <laughs> most of my <laughs> anecdotes are. But no, uh, yeah, the, I was into the... I was just so confused. I, I was at my friend's house, like, house sitting alone in, in Koreatown. And it was, like, very... And he had a big TV, so on YouTube I started typing in, like, a letter. But the first, it auto-predicted uh rice gum and i was like what the hell is rice gum and from there it was the inquisitive just, mind just you know, took over the thing is the game of youtubing is so deep that i only really was a stone at the top of a well <laughs> <laughs> i had uh had but a, a speck of the water from the font fount yeah fountain
1: well, it was fascinating and ridiculous. The forbidden and Fountain. I I you taught me about Rice Gum. You also taught me about there's,
0: Keemstar. There's Keemstar,
1: yeah, who is the actual like official thing I'm describing. He yeah. he
0: tells you I think he's over now maybe a he, little he, bit. I well I don't really understand any of this. I all I know is my attention diverted over time into pretty much only like politics, YouTube and uh you know, like retro old video game stuff right. here and there you right. know really vanilla lukewarm stuff like game sack or uh, you know cinema massacre and the angry video game nerd and Ooh. uh i and i like you know i appreciate that stuff it's not damaging everyone tried to sort of pile on this angry video game nerd guy
1: Did right. you, you remember I that no, i
0: didn't follow this i Do saw you know it, the I angry think- video game gir- gir- is. I vaguely yes he, and
1: I did see him trending on Twitter one day and I didn't look into
0: it basically this is probably his, his judgment primarily day. a guy who does these sort of comical yeah his judgment day <laughs> <laughs> uh, comical whatever Google the angry video game nerd you're gonna yeah. get it but then he also talks about movies so he wouldn't re- he, he did a video that says why I won't review Ghostbusters the new Ghostbusters and uh it was just like he's like I don't think of it as Ghostbusters. It's basically completely different. What does it have to do with Ghostbusters? So I don't want to acknowledge it. Okay. And and then everybody was like, how dare you? You, This is just a classic nerd who hates women. And it's like, I don't know. Like, he's, he's not someone who's really done that on any level, you know? Like, it's just, it's, so I think. I don't, I don't think his argument for seeing Ghostbusters is something a grown person should necessarily be saying, you know, but, but I, uh, don't think it is necessarily born of like horrific, uh, some sort of latent anti-female thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Well. Could be wrong.
1: Yeah. Who knows? We're deleting this part. I'm, I'm like vaguely, I'm as tired of the, um the ghostbusters debate that seemed to be publicity 50% manufactured.
0: Yeah. It was just, it was, that's Uh, what's happening right now. I think, I think we're really getting played by like all levels of, uh, you know, um, the, 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 the things that people are using to sort of grassroots inform each other, like Twitter or Facebook, like it's over. These are all manufactured hashtags. Come on. (laughs) You, you know, and yeah. And
1: now that, um, conspiracy theories are very you know they seem much more likely to be true all of them um if you no, say all of them not all of them but I'm gonna
0: maybe get sued <laughs> by me
1: um but there's yeah i just feel very confused um more confused than ever um, well don't do anything crazy <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you what did you think i might do uh
0: i don't know go to parliament hill <laughs> You know, delete my Twitter. No, I delete gonna, your Twitter. I'd
1: like to delete my
0: Twitter. Maybe it. I will. Uh, I think my next album is going to be my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get Siri to read my tweets. Nice. Yeah. Then I mean, you could give Siri a cut
1: at that point. That's that's a really good question. Yeah. Is she a performer at that point?
0: Royalties for Siri. So. So we recorded this. Nothing happened. Did you enjoy doing
1: that? I, I loved it. I, loved I was it very too. busy, though.
0: Yeah. Um, now you're a dad.
1: Now I'm a dad. Yeah, now I'm yeah. even more busy. Um, yeah. I'm
0: a brand new dad. But you had all this time to come here and be my guest on my show, which I appreciate. I did,
1: yeah, because because uh, we're going on vacation. Oh, no. And I they, mean, that's great. <laughs> and uh, my partner and our brand new baby went ahead of time. So I have like two weeks of bachelor time. Which used to be, like, so amazing and, yeah. like, so fun. But when you have a brand-new baby, you're just, like, really... Like, you just miss the baby. Yeah, you're like, where's the baby? You're just, like, you got really used to the baby. She was around for two months, and now she's gone. And, uh, yeah, it's just really weird. You just feel, like, supremely alone.
0: Well, you could do a doula thing for the next Like, what, weeks. just, like,
1: hang with a, hang with a doula? <laughs>
0: Shadow a doula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or just like a doula. just like
1: smoking a cigarette outside of the birth center, like, hey, uh, <laughs> could I just be a doula for a bit? <laughs> I don't, I <laughs>
0: don't know. In, maybe just come in and be a doula. There's so many elements of that that are, uh, I'd like to know more. So you're smoking a cigarette, first of all. Yeah. You're outside of the birth center. Can yeah. you tell me about the? I don't know this. The birth center is like a real
1: place. Tell uh, me about it. It's in the East End, um, actually buddy of mine, Derek, his mom started it. It's an incredible place. Everyone talks about it. Uh, it's a, for like non-hospital birthing. Doulas.ca? Like, I don't know where the website. Okay. The Birthing Center, I think it's called, okay. or the birth center. Uh, it's like in Region Park. And it's like a bunch of rooms that are like decked out with beautiful things, tubs, bouncing balls, all the stuff you need for birth, yeah. the actual act of labor. Uh-huh. And um, apparently it's incredible and people love it. Uh, we gave birth in the hospital we chose to. Um, and we had complications, so it's a good thing we did.
0: Yeah, it seems normal to have a baby in the hospital. Yeah,
1: but if you want, this birth center is amazing. They have, like... Well, I can't. They have doulas. <laughs> uh, well, you can't, but... Uh, you, may, you might Are have you one or two... sponsored by fem- birthcenter.com? You might have one or two female <laughs> listeners out there. It's a possibility.
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I do know. I have at least one or two. Okay. I, I've had... Yeah, it's a... Uh,
1: well, you know, I, people
0: like to listen to it and they're like, oh, this guy's problematic, but um, in a way that I could easily squash. It with a bug. <laughs> so it's it's uh, eminently listenable dot. Yeah.
1: VIP. Yeah. Eminently listenable. I'm bringing
0: back the thing where you say dot something at the end of like a joke. <laughs> I saw it, Andy Dick did that at an award show in the 90s during an interstitial. Do people does the gen pop? Know what uh, interstitial means? Uh, I don't know. Email me at weeklypodcast at gmail dot com and let me know. So I know, what, are, I know what
1: inter- interstitial is because I worked in TV. Of course, I you have,
0: worked at MTV.
1: Yeah, I have TV brain disease. Let's
0: talk about that in one second. Sure. Birth center, you're smoking a cigarette.
1: So I'm smoking a cigarette outside of the birth center because I'm stressed. My baby's gone. I'm babyless. I have nothing to do. Nowhere to be. And you're
0: asking people. To... So I'm just
1: like, hey, do you need a doula? Can I well, like, be a guest doula here?
0: I would say that it's kind of like that movie Critical Condition with Richard Pryor. Everybody remembers <laughs> <laughs> Later Richard Pryor. He's got a terrified expression on the front. He's, fa- he's pretending to be a doctor. <laughs> That's... The- <laughs> it's a plot of this comedy movie. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. You know that deep crime <laughs> impersonating a doctor? Well, it's some comedy. And uh so um but if he I'm just saying, if he'd been like a doctor's assistant, just pretended to be a doctor, you know, just after watch the doctors, it's true. He wouldn't have gone through all the trouble that I'm assuming occurs in critical condition, which I've never seen.
1: <laughs> You've never even seen it? No. Wow, and that's why it's Nick's Pick of the Week.
0: Pick of the Week, available... Oh, I just touched you with my finger. Um, <laughs> available now, in 1988. <laughs> I don't even believe it's available in 2019. Uh, so, yeah. So you get out of college. You're you're from the East Coast. That's why yeah, you're a, that's right. like a nice sort.
1: That's why I'm harmless born in Uh, born in Toronto grew up in Halifax and uh, graduated high school in Halifax from a school that no longer exists and uh, moved here went to film school and out of film school I was introduced through a mutual friend to the producers of this show for MTV called MTV Live MTV
0: Live the flagship show yes, of uh, Canada's music television, which now is
1: what? The flagship show is now?
0: There is, is no nothing. flagship there show. There is no flagship show. But it's still on MTV.
1: I, b- I believe it is, yeah. Are
0: they the, I know much music is playing mostly Big Bang Theory. Comedy is playing mostly <laughs> Big Bang Theory in Canada. Those are our channels. And then...
1: I think the comedy network in Canada plays Big Bang Theory, like 40, 35 plus... Comedy, you know, and I want Johnny Galecki to
0: have my money, my hard-earned tax dollars, our hard-earned tax dollars. Sure,
1: and Much Music is the channel now that plays young people's comedy.
0: We're talking, we're talking Broad City. Yeah, we're talking Detroiters. Yeah, we're talking Adult Swim stuff too. But Adult Swim's out in Canada now. Is it? Yeah, they got it. That's good. Yeah, finally. Th-
1: there you go. That's a reason for no young person to get cable. Because um, <laughs> you already have it on the
0: internet. Well, but can you play? <laughs> well, oh, I see. Maybe they'll... No, I- I'm not going to worry about this. <laughs> <laughs> do you like Adult Swim? <laughs> I do like Adult Swim. I don't tend to watch it very often, but I like so You they know, mean. they have the kind of fan base that just turns on Adult Swim, leaves it on all day. Really? Yeah, a lot of the shows apparently have the same ratings because of that really yes so that's as, great how do you change your content if that's what's happening though you know what i mean like people are so enjoying well, they have the, the overall they vibe have no new shows yes but they they're quick to cancel as well they're quick heard. to cancel because it doesn't you know it's not it's if, the strength of the brand almost the,
1: like it's like a ekg machine it's like the heart monitor next to the bed If if the beeping stops they just cancel the
0: show yeah
1: the rating has to maintain consistency
0: so you're saying that sometimes it goes under (laughs) sometimes it needs resuscitation (laughs) and they just cancel that show it's like a cable tv show sometimes i wonder (laughs) why is it going under perfectly good show exactly uh what are your all-time top five (laughs) top five what tv shows
1: tv shows oh my god i have no idea
0: top two dead or alive rappers
1: dead or alive i don't know i have this strange affinity for joel santana
0: sure yeah he's good
1: i just i don't know why he i think he shares my birthday so that actually wasn't (laughs) wasn't the start Do you
0: really think he would share the birthday with you
1: I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. I'm into him. Uh, but Joel Santana always had this, like he had the wordplay of Cameron, Yeah. he had this impish quality that I really appreciated. Well, Joel's
0: was young, you know, whereas Cameron always feels like he's been the same kind of middle-aged guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love Cameron though. Cameron? I've, yeah. I've, I've, I I used to not really Cameron have is... any feelings about Cameron. Yeah. And then a few years back I I reinvestigated the things I'd skipped cuz I just thought he was such a like loud mouth, like and I thought the crew seemed like really bummy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the what were they called uh, uh dipset. The dip but yeah. then it all changed. You know, I uh, the uh, yeah.
1: bumminess is definitely part of the
0: appeal it's all the, part of the appeal Jim that Jones, was when i realized it was all everything Freaky, was good dokey. i love everything about cameron now J.R. writer i just never really thought that uh, joel santana would be you um, wouldn't think he'd be a top, top, in the top two, two. Uh, <laughs> i'm not even sure he is but i
1: just have a, this like affinity the the verse does guess, rap
0: even have like a top two top five thing anymore it doesn't really feel like it really i don't know i really
1: i really don't think i'm like uh, I love hip-hop and I've listened to it a lot yeah but you airs. are a
0: guest in the culture
1: um, but <laughs> yes uh, sure that is true and also I just we are think, all guests in the culture I just don't think I like it's not my main genre so I you know I can have my affinities when I was young I loved Nas yeah. still love Nas
0: in um, my last episode I just said I was grateful for Nas his Lost Tapes 2 is out oh is it sounds good to me I cool. listened once was into it,
1: but uh, so Nas would probably be a, a favorite of mine, uh, mm-hmm. but I just, I just like you know, when you have an affinity for something that no one else really likes as much as you. yes, I
0: absolutely to me, that. that
1: is Joel Santana, and yeah. just the verse on Hey Ma, it's yeah. so cinematic and beautiful. And what he, he was like 18 at the time, yeah, I and just, he lives a
0: crazy life. I'll show you what the 80s tell you, tell you what the 80s were like.
1: What does <laughs> that mean? Uh, I think it's because that's when he grew up. I grew up in the 80s. Actually, he's younger than you. So what does he know oh, about I the 80s? Like I didn't like the from, way he said that. I think he's from the 80s. Like, that's I guess he was so, born. yeah. He's so not... he knows nothing of the 80s. Actually, yeah. the, the lyrics of that don't make much sense.
0: No, but so, I like yeah, just, it.
1: Yeah, But uh, yeah, something about the...
0: That the, was the period of time where I started liking Cameron again, was around Hey Ma and stuff. Yeah. But uh, that was this a is thing. an interesting... Path to go down. What was the, the other? So you've got Absolutely. the your top two are Jewel's and, and Nas is that Nas? Right? I think okay. Cameron's
1: actually a better rapper than Jewel's though.
0: Okay, so we'll no. just say a dipset set maybe. <laughs> All dipset and Nas.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean there, those are two strange um idiosyncratic rappers I like. It's I don't know if it's a top two. Nas
0: is idiosyncratic, I think. Yeah, maybe not. He's I met Nas. Tell me about it. I met Nas. Um, I want to know. So,
1: when I was at MTV, um, we used to... Bringing it back. I like that. <laughs> keeping it on the on yeah. topic. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I met Jim Jones. Let's tell that story first, because it's way more embarrassing.
0: So, what was he like? The famous Jim Jones of the dip set.
1: <clears throat> so, I was extremely excited to meet Jim Jones. This was probably 2007? Yes. Six. And... I was a huge fan of Dipset, huge mm-hmm. fan of Jim Jones. Um, and like I probably like lacked the sensitivity to like the racial sensitivity that I have now. so I don't know if I should be embarrassed about any of my behaviors uh, except for just being like really like
0: so this was on camera. <clears throat>
1: yes, this was on camera. But I was just really excited. For MTV. I was just really excited. That's okay. And really white in my excitement as
0: well. Right. Well, it sounds and like Jim, you were perfect for a Vice uh, spotlight perhaps, on the rap. You know? Perhaps.
1: Um, so Jim Jones comes in, and he is just, like, like, kind of disappointing. Uh, I'm disappointed because he's obviously disappointed in who they've chosen to be. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> i kind of got like the the wind knocked out of my sails a little bit um and it became this very like hushed quiet
0: (laughs) interview um
1: and meanwhile i was just like uh like starstruck so excited to talk to a member of Dipset. what
0: was his big song jim jones Uh, he had a big one big song we fly high okay yeah we fly high wasn't there yeah ballin yeah we ballin or whatever Cool. Go on. So you uh, um, go. So suddenly it's funereal in this room. Yeah, it
1: just wasn't like... green
0: room. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, I thought
1: it. I thought that like
0: broccoli, it,
1: carrots, we dip. could possibly be cool with each other in some way. And then I like found out that we couldn't. Like he was not really open to that in that moment. <laughs> probably because of the energy I was bringing.
0: Harlem, of, like, how
1: we? I was bringing this. Maybe we'll be cool with each with each other. Energy, and he was
0: like really turned. Harlem out rapper Jim Jones.
1: It. Yeah. So and like. you you can understand why he might be turned off by something by that situation. So, Uh um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed, uh, getting to meet him, but also it like gave me sort of heebie-jeebies and I felt like embarrassed, but didn't know why for years.
0: Um, that's a familiar (laughs) story to me as having done that type of writing and interviewing, I interviewed a lot of people involved in rap. 90% 90% of them over the phone, mm-hmm. which is quite an awkward thing mm-hmm. to do. Uh, and the first person who was famous who I ever interviewed was Ludacris over the okay. phone. He's and very
1: nice, though. He,
0: right? I did not really get that. Really? You, no, no. I didn't get nice Ludacris. <laughs> I got, I'm walking. Why am I talking to a journalist on the phone? Like, what the hell? Kind of. I can't hear this guy because I probably... Was really just learning how to record phone calls, which was actually kind of hard to do, thirteen years ago. Like I had a landline, because of of, of interviewing people, and I had to like attach this thing between the cord and the phone, and oh wow, attach it to a, a mini disc recorder. <laughs> I probably could have found an easier way to wow. do this, but in the early two thousands, this was my technological. It was what I was trying to do, but yeah, and Ludacris was just like what, and I was like. And I didn't know a lot about Southern rap. I really put Southern rap in. Uh, I didn't really divide it by region, you know, not in a mm-hmm. way where I understood it. Like right. I knew that everyone was from different places, but I didn't really know what say the Atlanta sound was different than you know Houston or Memphis, Texas, and uh, ten- you know Tennessee, Memphis, and Tennessee. Yeah. And I thought that DJ Screw was kind of a universal Southern person, <laughs> which by the way, yeah. I also heard ludicrous songs. Uh, you know, one of the great screwed and chop songs is uh, Southern hospitality, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was yeah. a Southern Anthem. So why would I not think he'd be down? And they did that song screwed up also. So I was kind of like, so when you were coming up, like, did you ever, you know, do anything with DJ screw or something? It was like DJ screw. Why are you talking about DJ screw? And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is there to you know about Ludacris? You were a DJ or something? Because like when I looked him up, it was like, oh, okay, he's actually from Chicago. I don't really understand the Southern connection. I'm sure there is one. But, yeah, it was just a bummer of an interview. Plus, yeah. I was a mess. You know, like, I don't really blame Ludacris at all. But it was just uncomfortable and made me feel weird, which is what you're saying. Yeah. But then I had good interviews with every single other hip-hop person I was involved yeah. in talking to. Cool Keith, Q-Tip. Oh, Yeah. You interviewed Q-Tip? Yeah. Uh,
1: He's a hero. Actually, he's probably in my top two for real. Did you
0: interview Q-Tip? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a great experience interviewing Q-Tip.
1: He's just incredible.
0: He was on the phone in an airport, and the call would drop out, and he would, like, call me back. Wow, nice. (laughs) You know, which was, I thought, was so nice. Yeah. You know. So, uh, yeah, Q-Tip is a very special person in hip-hop, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, he's like clearly uh, some kind of a composer arranger type of guy you know uh, it, 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 when the, I when mm-hmm. I spoke
1: with him he he talked about he name dropped Matisse yeah, Well, <laughs> I mean he was he was talking about um, and he managed to make it not.
0: But he's an art school kid, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, to
1: make it not as pretentious as No, he could I I know you you, but you, he was, you threw
0: that on the table for me to savage, but I know I understand that you know somebody like Q-Tip is actually working like from and it takes himself seriously and he's working from an artistic perspective. Yeah, and that's what you he, know? that's the
1: point he was making, I think. He was kind of saying that in light of the way the industry has always been, not he wasn't like railing against current day rap or yeah. But he was saying, you know, I'm trying like I'm trying to live up to the greats all time mm-hmm. um, when I that's how I approach my music. Yeah, I approach it. I like I look at Matisse and I'm trying to approach it to to contend with that kind of greatness.
0: Well, that's an interesting thing about like hip hop is that people sort of represent. Um, and I mean, in a way, jazz was like this, too, I guess. And, and even rock and roll. But it's like regions, you know, like you're in. T- your successful outfit from an area represents like the sum total of that, which, <laughs> you know, like that world that you came out of that scene, like all of those sounds the stuff you liked outside of it, you know? So I don't remember what my point is, but it's has interesting <laughs> looking in your eyes.
1: Yeah. I don't know your point either, but, <laughs> but
0: yeah, in I'm just trying to say that people's fun. Yeah. It's like, it's if you're in a, Serious, uh, I guess what I'm saying is hip hop at that time, uh, and I think still actually has that sort of thing where one person represents like so many, one artist represents so many, whether it's Nas representing like all of New York, Queensbridge, you know, um, like I don't know, America, <laughs> Earth, if an alien <laughs> is listening to Nas, and uh. You know, that's that's something that I think and Rakim, you know, is like such a singular thing, you know, and and uh, comes out of like the five percent nation and then like being a hustler or whatever, you know, and 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 Slick Rick is like a British guy, you know, like it's such amazing stories, you know, in those, Mm -hmm. you know, Karis won a homeless Mm -hmm. kid, you know, and then what happened with Scott Rock? It's like it's hard for me to feel that now only because I'm t- my brain is overloaded with information and it can no longer process everything yeah too much talking
1: no I'm with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't
1: I can't process like how how are, how is the music world going to like live on is the question I answer I ask myself a lot it's
0: probably self-sustaining yeah. I mean the, the more work that exists the more work that will be purchased but who's purchasing music? Oh, well, it, the more music is being licensed and then streamed, you mm-hmm. know, like
1: yeah. y- y- I just feel like there's so especially like in Toronto, like like I don't really represent the music scene, but like I have tons of friends in the music scene. They're, music people are my people, nice. even though that's not my that's not my what I do for a living. And, mm-hmm. well, I'm not, I I was adjacent to the music scene when I was doing the journalism work. I remember that. Yeah. At, at MTV. Uh I, I can only call it journalism uh, because it, it was M T V news. Uh, but do you have a a an e- it. it's yeah, not yeah. Real journalism but do you
0: have a journalism degree beyond. I do not
1: no I have a film degree. The, the, so a film about I actually don't have a film degree. All the but President's I went to Men? film school. I don't it's even journalism. have a film degree. I went to film school
0: though. Oh that's cool.
1: Um, but I do love I love journalism as a concept which is partly part of my Twitter obsession. Um, and Yeah. Uh, and but I I also think Journalism, music—these are two like worlds that are—they're um, linked. They're just no, but they're totally decimated, and like the disruption dust has not settled. And I'm, I'm very like, uh, that's the kind of thing I'm always watching for, like what's going to happen next with music, uh, with the sustainability of music going down, and the same thing with with uh, news reporting.
0: I mean, I'm not really sure. I think that, you know, either. Everyone is who can make music because of luxury is going to do so, mm-hmm. making needing to make money at it almost optional because life is so comfortable for people for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, and,
1: uh, and there will always be people
0: who are successful. There will always be people who are successful. There's but still money in the system. The fact the well, when I said self-sustaining, I think that's something I noticed uh, a long time ago when I was on a comedy message board uh, in the early 2000s that had all these comedians posting on it, you know, and sort of rallying their fan bases because they were posting on it, whether it was like Louis C.K. or Doug Benson or whoever. Um, And a lot of the most vocal posters on message boards are not just fans and enthusiasts. They're actually people who want to do this or are currently doing the thing. So like a big chunk of people who go see live independent comedy not a big chunk but an element of that might be people who are thinking of getting into comedy because they're big fans of a specific act you know right yeah so that's money in the bank for the person they're seeing you see what i'm mm-hmm. saying so it's almost like this weird snake eating its tail Hi, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast with Johnny Hawk. And this is just a quick note that if you want to support the podcast, as I keep saying on this particular episode, uh, you just go to patreon.com slash Nick again. You can leave as much as $1 a month. Think of it as a layaway plan. Well, you are paying $12 for this fun podcast, but you're paying $1 a month. Uh, That's good. And there's no interest. Uh, Also, you get access to episodes with no Patreon thing in the middle where I interrupt the interview. And you also get some bonus stuff. And if you just don't want to commit to a month, donation, go to co ficom slash Nick and you can just do a one-time donation if you still want to support. Or just go to my band camp and check out my album, Wipe Privilege, which is pay what you can, so just get the record, leave what you want. But you don't have to do any of this. It's only if you've got some money and you feel like the podcast is enjoyable and you wanna support it because I have a few costs with it that I, I'm trying to cover, including giving money to Andy, my producer, as well as SoundCloud, as well a uh, pro thing, as well as dumb stuff like that. So yeah, you're great. This is a Sean Price song called Apartheid in the background. Let's get back to the interview with Johnny. I feel like I'm making some very strange points today is, with you, Johnny Hawken.
1: Is comedy- Ladies
0: and gentlemen, our guest today is Johnny Hawken of MTV <laughs> Red Bull Podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So hold on. Uh, he work- He can make you a podcast. Yeah. He can uh, help your business.
1: Yeah. I have a business now.
0: You have a business now.
1: Yeah. It's hard to have a business. It's, it a- makes- called Hawk and it's called Johnny Hawken LLC. It's called Super Island. Um, very cool yeah and we make videos mostly for businesses uh, the hardest part though is having we make podcasts too um, mm-hmm. I am hoping to make s- slightly more podcasts in the future so that I can do more fun podcasts
0: um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to try to get some different lighting in here um,
1: because I think the world needs more podcasts am I right
0: yeah we need more podcasts in the world <laughs>
1: I know but I honestly uh, I have this question I have this question for you yeah with things like um, Netflix mm-hmm. with more with things like YouTube with podcasts is there more opportunity than ever for comedy oh I don't know um, because it seems like there's less opportunity than ever in music and in journalism
0: but uh, is yeah, it less I've, I've never never really, less in
1: comedy as I've well I've missed
0: a lot of moments in comedy I think I'm just trying to find my angle here. <laughs> what if I'm not looking at you and talking to you like this? I think that's the best I kind of got. What if, you
1: like look, what if you look away from What me? if
0: I comb my hair for a moment? I know what's getting edited. Uh, do I think there's more issues?
1: More opportunity. More like people and getting... Because now you can get a 15-minute special through Netflix as part of a bigger yeah, thing. But is that more or is there, is there less...
0: The uh, evening at the improv was like evening at the improv and uh you know, Carolyn's Comedy Hour or whatever it was called and uh yeah, that's all stuff that's been um you know, existed for a long time and Club fifty four, if you're from Canada, <laughs> comedy at Club fifty-four. And uh you know, I'm sure it pays a little more, but I don't really know. I, I'm trying to figure out, I think that like these companies are just throwing everybody at the consumer and just seeing if one person can stick, you know, that's probably so much money for them, you know? So, and then if someone gets like a cult fan base and those people will come back and listen. So, but that being said, I've never felt like, Oh, I'm really close to, any kind of tv thing i don't know <laughs> why i don't know why i I mean i've showcased for like just for laughs and stuff but you know with me specifically it's like the only thing i would say is i i think you know there are people who are listening to what i do you know and going sometimes going to shows so that's good you mm-hmm. know but in terms of like industry jobs like outside of writing and auditioning which seems separate from stand-up really yeah you know and outside of having people being willing to put my albums out, you know, or help with the podcast or whatever, like outside of those sort of like spiritual encouraging things. <laughs> I mean, the industry is not there, uh, but, but, you know, that's probably because of uh, my own self-esteem. <laughs> um, it's very low.
1: Is, is that like, Can our you help next, me? is that our next topic? I feel self-esteem? like you're like, you're like um, asking me to comment on that. Oh, no, I'm not asking you
0: to comment on anything. But I want you to
1: talk. I feel like I'm really dumb when I talk. You feel really dumb when you talk? Yeah. No, I don't think you're dumb. I mean, I listen to your podcast.
0: So, so you know what to I, expect. I know, I know what you say. And what is this podcast like from an outsider's perspective? <laughs> not everybody who's talking to me on the podcast uh, listens to the podcast. I would say 100%, 99% now Whether you're there. Not that I've had 100 guests, which is the only way that it would be 99 Anyway. Um,
1: yeah, no, I think I like your podcast. I like that uh, I, I as a topic lover, wish you had more topics. I um, wish
0: I had more topics, too. The meandering works for me, too. Um, How do I get out of the meandering? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? You got to write stuff down. I, You know what? Here, I, I brought topics, remember? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. Um, I have some topics here. I can't. We went through a few. You told me them. Yeah. Yeah. We well, still
1: have a I, few more. Let's. To- okay, more. tell me some topics. <clears throat> First topic was we almost did a podcast together. We or did. We did. We did something. That's what I wrote. But we did do something. Absolutely. Old video games.
0: Yes, um, I play those. We played Dreamcast. We right did before getting on the mic. Um, and do you want to talk about Echo the Dolphin? We just played Echo the Dolphin uh, Defender of the Earth. I believe <laughs> is the name of <laughs> the game for Dreamcast. Echo Defender of the earth and it begins with a
1: cut scene where you learn like some big battle happened in the past like usually it looks a lot like battlefield earth
0: you know it looks yeah. like it looks like this scientologist concept
1: and you'd usually think if there was a big battle you'd want that to be what the game is but this is telling you mm-hmm. about a big battle in the past um
0: and that they're trying to come back the bad guys are trying yeah. basically it's like it, dinosaur did not walk with man but somehow dolphin and man are <laughs> fought back against these invaders from the other planets. Yeah. And uh, they pushed them back, but now they're, they're back. Yeah. So there's like
1: ship, there's the earth, the ships coming in. Yeah. With sucking energy out of planets. Energy's just getting siphoned. Drained. And then it cuts to these five dolphins that are coming out of the water, like hovering Uh and staring into space. Um, And what were they called?
0: echo guardian dolphins? caretaker caretaker dolphins. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh then they were like a young set this 17 year old dolphin named echo it's gonna help and yeah. then suddenly you're echo and it's beautiful but it looks just like the gta water scenes that's a problem where grand theft auto is just like now that it kind of has every type of thing in it so it's ruined games that are just one type of thing. But Echo is not even one type of thing. I think it's like I, yeah, half, I shouldn't like really half
1: a type of thing.
0: Because yeah. literally,
1: you, there's this epic shit going on, and then you're dumped into the water, and you just swim around, um, like every dolphin. Yeah, but like there's I could not like we we found we we could eat fish. Yes, we ate some. Chum there was like the a light. diamond purple thing that we picked up like a coin basically mm-hmm. and then i searched around for 10 minutes and found nothing and you can do. jump out of the water Actually, and then back
0: into the water that
1: was the coolest move
0: yes and the graphics they
1: were fine they were yeah they were cool it was cool but yeah. I, I could not figure out what the hell to do in the
0: game do you mess with fortnite no i don't but uh you've been hearing me talk about fortnite i've been here, hearing there. you talk There's about fortnite time uh it's a like big event yes it's yesterday. a
1: huge cult. yeah i saw i was getting ads for that what was it
0: i don't know i saw it. i played like a couple of rounds of it because i have all this stuff to do so i thought i'd kick back and cut loose by uh and you play it on your phone or no no i played on uh ps4 but the ps4 is not here right now so computer macintosh okay. using a program called ND you know nvdia and yeah nvidia yeah uh so? geoforce now which is something that streams uh, online. It streams games for you. Right. If you have software on your computer that can't handle games, right? it actually streams them. I actually heard about this. It's quite good. So, this is now a tech podcast. Um, yes, yeah, so we now are doing a special so, tech podcast. So, tech edition. Tech edition.
1: Um, I heard yesterday someone told me, I think it's this thing you're talking about. There's not going to be graphics cards in computers in the future. You're going to stream the graphics card off of a server somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Um,
1: that sounds crazy to me.
0: Well, I mean, it's just this thing where we're relying entirely on the internet for like every single thing in our lives, which seems sketchy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that so, sounds
1: crazy that
0: yeah. you can. I enjoy playing Fortnite on it. Great. Great. And there was some big event. What was the event? I don't know. It started up. I saw that it was happening and I was like, okay, I could either get into this or do like a little bit of the tons of work I need to do. Right. So I I chose the latter and uh, all the kids made fun of me. They dabbed all over me. (laughs) And then I read a couple things. And basically those events are ways that they can change the map in Fortnite, basically. So yeah, there was something where like a giant robot tackled a dragon but I just okay. play the game, kill a couple people, get killed a million times. That's what I do. Great. Right. I'm more into Grand Theft Auto Five lately. Cool. What's another
1: topic? Um, let's dip into the into the topic waters here. Um,
0: do you have more to say about Echo? Uh,
1: no, not really. I just it was the stupidest. Game you had, and I kind of wanted to check it out. <laughs> I don't know. I have a
0: kiss game as well, so I'm sure oh, that's going to yeah. be pretty stupid. And, I feel like we should. Yeah, there's Tony like Hawk to really nail
1: your your YouTube channel. You should show gameplay footage of the kiss game. Capture, sure yeah, it's I'm sure. Been, people have
0: done that. Yeah, but do a, pl- a let's play of it. I don't really know how to do that with, uh, you know, stand like TV and stuff.
1: Well, if anyone out there knows, knows how to, do, how to that, do that, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I also had some ideas for video game designs.
0: Okay, what do you mean? I just when I hey, was Charlie young, on the bed. Come on, buddy, get up there. Um, yeah. So
1: I just wanted to run a, an idea by you that I had when I was young, and I was really obsessed with it. Um, okay,
0: so design our own video games. This well, I had an idea
1: for a video game I wanted to design. Okay. Um, and. Do you just tell me if it's if it's bad? I want so I was really obsessed with Final Fantasy three, which is actually Final Final Fantasy six, and I still think it's an excellent game. But I just love like the simple top down role playing game.
0: I love those; Um, those are my favorites too. Fantasy Star four, Final Fantasy three, Chrono Trigger, yeah, some of the next generation stuff.
1: Yeah, my favorite for sure. Shining
0: Force also huge favorite.
1: I just thought that that's that like how that looks and plays should have been done in more topics. And I really wanted uh, like a wild style version of that where you're going around as like in the breakdance scene in the 1980s, New York, uh, doing breakdancing, DJing, uh graffiti i mean rockstar
0: did the warriors game i know that's not quite what you're talking about you yeah. want like want basically a game that's kind of like that uh netflix show that baz Luhrmann made what is that called again i didn't see that it was like nas did actually did the music for it oh really yeah but uh yeah which is sort of a movie that's about growing up in that time that cool. would be really cool i actually that's think what that I wanted. that's like, possible pow-
1: power-ups like sneak sneakers or like fashion-based power-ups
0: does yeah. this make sense? Yeah, totally.
1: In these games, it's stuff that, like, you know, I, I appreciate them, the Japanese RPGs. I appreciate them, that they're, like, half, like, fantasy, half sci-fi. Yeah, it
0: starts when you wake up in yeah. bed and your mom's like, hey, chess, get up. <clears throat> You're sleeping. I appreciated that, but I always thought, like,
1: there was something about it that, uh, like, was completely not... It's just always the same. Every game was the same, and I so I, I wanted to see something like cool. Like I wanted to be able to collect sneakers.
0: But would you think that making it a top-down well. RPG would be cool, or that like I think the only thing you would get nowadays would be like a Rockstar game style? Yeah. Like,
1: well, I do appreciate that RPG elements are in like, every game now.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, like it's possible that that top-down has just been negated. Yeah. The same way that I used to play these games like King's Quest. Or Space Quest or Police Quest by Sierra Online. Yeah. And you would literally type in the command. Like, you'd go, look at door. And it would go, the door is unlocked. And you open door. <laughs> but the thing is, you'd have to, like, type before something bad happened to you. So by the time, you know, then people put icons later. And it's like, so the other ones didn't feel quite as right. I still like them. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are those top-down Japanese games still being made, even? Top jam games in general. I think there's like
1: fans, Steam, yeah. there's fans making them home brews, which is yeah, which is great. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you think that would work?
0: Yes. I think it would be amazing. Where would it be? Uh, but like, I just thought like, like a wild style. Game. Wild that style I just would... liked because there's like activities that people do. And, and would it be, Oh no, your friend is like you do the Saturday night fever kind of thing. Where it's like your friend is on top of the bridge gotta make it he's high (laughs) gotta get him off the bridge sure you know absolutely and then do they get it so you go to the tunnel and you get to see a performance of the tunnel that'd be cool i mean
1: definitely i don't yeah i don't I actually
0: that sounds like a really cool game if you did like a completely licensed kind of like new york 1980s like hip-hop type video game yeah you know i think it'd be wild i'd love it okay great okay
1: uh what about it do i have (laughs) what uh i was just thinking that what would they do for a sopranos video game i thought about this well they made
0: them but they made them i looked it up yeah right have you looked at them well no but i mean i know that they did like a a godfather game hitman like grand theft auto like these are all the same game basically
1: right Yes, but the Sopranos game I think is uniquely bad. Is it's the vibe
0: I'm getting off of it. Can we look this up quickly? Sure, yeah. I love the Sopranos. Frank Vincent, I've read excerpts of his book here. Really? Yeah. He wrote a book called The Guy's Guy The Guy The Guy's Guy The Guy's Guide to Being a Man's Man. <laughs> this is fucking scary.
1: Oh, wow. This looks like... It ter- looks like terrifying. Shrek. It looks terrifying. Looks
0: just looks bad. It's like Shrek yelling at Paul Anka or Balky. But what I keep thinking about, like, there's parts of the Sopranos that I like
1: that they would never put in a video game. And yeah. I just think that... Uh, like dreams? The dreams, <laughs> the awkward stuff, him being a dad, like going to recitals and stuff yeah
0: him uh talk like uh arty him hanging out with Artie bucco yeah i getting in arguments with Artie bucco
1: oh what's the guy's name who married who marries janice at the end bakala yeah bakala buying trains
0: Bacala buying the trains um man that that show had so many miserable uh <laughs> Like really grotesque antagonists in it that were like that were disgusting in a very hard to even pin down way like Joe Pantalone. Oh yeah, Richie. His and Rich, Richie, no, no, Richie was no, the he was, the other, he was uh, Ralph. Ralph, right. and then the guy who was Richie was also gross and Steve Buscemi's amazing in that yeah. show. I was saying I wish his character in Sopranos. I wish Nucky Thompson in Boardwalk Empire it had been more like that because I felt like in Boardwalk Empire, you know, it's a Steve Buscemi starring role. You get to see those so rarely and he's he's a really good actor. Yeah. And uh, he's good in it but they don't really, he doesn't really get to, there's no shift in him. You kind of just find out he's this empty shell, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch that no, show? No, I didn't watch Boardwalk. Yeah. it has got some good stuff. <laughs> so that's your video game idea? I just thought that
1: like, like could we get, could we get a video game going where there's like the the other stuff from the surprise, not the guys <laughs> so like and the beating people.
0: Carmella game? shopping, <laughs> you know. Carmella um, gossiping at, yeah. at Artie's
1: restaurant, and he overhears yeah. her say some shit. You know
0: what would actually be pretty cool if like the game was from the perspective of like you know Adriana or <laughs> Pussy or one any of the government informants you know like if there was a way where you do multiple perspectives so it's like this level you're playing as um what's it called like uh the son of the rabbi who kept on talking about the golem i don't remember this well i have a good memory of soprano (laughs) (laughs) and uh you're just uh, schmooly no that's a real rabbi schmooly that's a real guy i don't know his name but if you play a jewish person like hash his, yeah. For his Jewish friend. And you wake up next anyway, it's uh, it would be a fun game. What about a game? It's called Tur Turok, <laughs> friend of the dinosaur. <laughs> so this is Turok Dinosaur Hunter, right? But it's a spin where you actually cooperate with the dinosaurs to climb ledges. <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty good to me. You're the first person in history who's wanted to scale a mountain so you have to get the help of all the tall dinosaurs
1: is there some sort of like ledges. what if you like had to fight uh, asteroids
0: yeah i like that you have to fight asteroids <laughs> the, the asteroids Isn't, are coming I, and the dinosaurs are going to go extinct if you don't shoot the asteroids out of the sky is you there, know they're all guns? trying to get on top of their heads the, yeah because there's guns in Turf. he right? has a gun and Turok has a gun yeah, he's got a gun. Which doesn't make much And the sense. dinosaurs have guns, too. Do they, <laughs> they have laser guns on their head.
1: They should have pointed their guns upward,
0: honestly. <laughs> I think I have to go soon. <laughs> All
1: right, I have a couple more topics. Sure. Let's just rapid fire through them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, no, nah, some of these are boring.
0: Just, you know, that's always when I okay. pick out the best stuff. I, I was, can choose, I dude. was playing
1: Mario games
0: paper mario
1: i love paper mario
0: i never played it
1: really Mm. it's an rpg
0: Woo! i would play that um but i couldn't even really wrap my head around super mario rpg to tbh to be honest
1: uh paper mario is like the sequel to that it's like the series but i mean i was
0: really into that game i just couldn't figure it out Mm. you know isometric
1: (laughs) (laughs) but uh i just i just noticed the other day that there's no violence in mario
0: not really you're no. doing all
1: these violent things and like you kill the boss and he basically gets a sad look on his face like I'm taking my toys and going
0: home and he runs away um
1: yeah so i started picturing like actual violence in mario and it like really bummed me out
0: yeah it'd be horrible
1: <laughs> can you imagine if those ca- characters had
0: guns i think that's why the super mario brothers movie was such an like avoided thing it's like yeah. there was this kind of element of like david lynch kind of thing even <laughs> tim I was gonna say Tim Horton. Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. And uh yeah, it was a real crawler. Goodbye, <laughs> crawler world. Crawler world. Maybe that would be a good video game. Crawler World. Like, yeah.
1: I, so, like what are you picturing right now? Paint a paint a picture for me. You know
0: ants? Vaguely. So it's, it's like ants, America? yeah, but it's crawlers. Okay. So it's about this So they're talking things. New one's born every day. Yeah. And they're in a pan. Okay. <laughs> and the baker's their friend. Okay. And he puts them out every day. And a lot of them get eaten, but there's two that are, like, really, really old and hard, and the guy baker never takes them away. And it's, like, it's the story of um, how one of them crumbles into dust leaving <laughs> the other one alone. Wow. But it's a game... <laughs> <laughs> i forgot time. about that part, I forgot it's about that part. <laughs> so but it's unavoidable that the one crumbles to dust the game is it's like waiting one of you cr- it's a competition one of you is going to crumble to dust so you're doing you're like hiding when the customer is there and when he's clearing out the rotten ones at the end of the day you like hide wow like, you make yourself look fresh
1: yeah <laughs> i'm into it this is kind of like a waiting for godot <laughs> the video game
0: when the when the bakeman leaves he, when he leaves for the night uh to get yourself soft again you have to like crawl out and turn on the microwave and go in and set the time and get hot and soft again Okay, crawler <laughs> world. I mean, I don't know why you give these
1: ideas away <laughs> for free here.
0: Well, you know, this is counts as patenting it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it, crawler world.
0: Crawler world.
1: Have you ever, ever thought about how the Mar the Mario Brothers are Italian? Like, would they be on The Sopranos? Uh,
0: like the the actual Mario Brothers. <laughs> like, what
1: is Mario and Luigi? Like, where would they be in in North Jersey? Uh, on the
0: show I think they are they plumbers be... for real? no are
1: they kind of like the, the landscaper that Tony orders around?
0: yeah like they'd kind of be like those guys who are like hey do you have a permit? and then then Paul's like with your permit man so so they get threatened <laughs> with a gun yeah like the kind of guy who gets hit with like a
1: shovel by one of the
0: hoods you know
1: I feel like Mario is like kind of my hero though I'd really hate to see him
0: in that <laughs> <laughs> well what do you think he'd be like uh, 2D capo Di familia I, I don't know
1: I, I feel like, like would Mario could he be like uh, yeah like another head in and, ways
0: he is the head of a family yeah the Nintendo family
1: and I feel like is like who's Toad then is Toad like one of his henchmen
0: Toad is like uh, Benny <laughs> 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 and the princess is Meadow yeah, the yeah, princess is man That makes sense. Luigi is uh, Syl. Okay. No, Luigi is Christopher.
1: Really? So yeah. Luigi's got a heroin issue.
0: Yeah, very clearly. Luigi is
1: contending with
0: the yeah.
1: heroin issue. Yeah,
0: he's, you know...
1: I mean, fair. So who's Bowser?
0: Bowser's Phil Leotardo. Phil Leotardo. Yeah. Yeah? And Toad is uh, Carmine. Big, big, <laughs> big Carmine. And... Uh who else? Um and Toadette? No, when I say Toad I mean like Mr. Toad. Like Mr. Toad? Who's oh the the, the big, bad guy from Super Mario 2? 2. Yeah. King, King Toad. Yeah, King, King toad. toad. Yeah. Yeah. And um I like that. Yeah, you can picture it, right?
1: I'm starting to like picture how I'm, the uncanniness of violence in Mario like kind of bums me out. I just picture at this point like Bowser with like really drunk at his desk pulling like a gun out and,
0: Oh that there I like, mean there's the cannons with the mouths. <laughs> you know, true. those are kind of scary. Like an ba- airship has ba-bom? elements of that. Wasn't yeah Bobom. Yeah, Bobom.
1: Is it Bob or Bob Bobom? bomb is way more cool sound. I think it's Bobom. I, I never really uh self inspected in my like calling of it a Bob om.
0: Bob bomb Bob ba-blah-blah <laughs> Remember that? That was a yeah. joke
1: people made. Yep, so uh, that's, that's the...
0: Uh, that's the show, that's guys. That's the show. I
1: think, think we have basically got to the end of...
0: So what have we learned about you, Johnny? That you worked at MTV, <laughs> you own a company. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Didn't learn much about either of those things, which is great.
0: You'd rather it that way? I don't know. Me too. People
1: can always hit me up.
0: Where do they hit you up?
1: Uh, I'm on the Twitter box. Twitter. Um, at Johnny Hawken. Um Instagram johnny Instagram, Right. Although that's mostly just personal stuff. But yeah, hit me anytime. Podcasts. DMs are open. Yeah, I'm starting a podcast this fall, so can't talk about it yet. Okay. Uh, starting two podcasts. Favorite movies. Favorite movies? Uh, you had some good ones in your house. Oh, yeah. Um, I My problematic fave is um, definitely... Um, What's his name? Polanski. Oh boy. He's my problematic fave. I love his filmmaking. I love his vibe. Uh but he's a bad man. Yeah. Um Uh, you know, I like I like thrillers. You're a pirates.
0: You I like, love you like Polanski's Pirates? No, I haven't seen what's that? He made it in the nineteen eighties.
1: Oh yeah. It was a
0: failure. Yeah. It was a
1: failure. Uh they're playing Lynch down at the uh Sinosphere? uh No, Uh-oh. they're playing Lynch at at TIFF right
0: now. So, ooh, what's your favorite David Lynch movie? Um, what's he gonna say? Dune I mean, Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet. That's a classic. Yeah. Blue Velvet is a good one. Yeah. I kind of like the Elephant Man. Technically, yeah. Yeah. You know, like if I'm picking out the one that struck me the most and made me feel lots of emotions, the Elephant Man. You know, but Blue Velvet's incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I think I think Lynch is huge for me. I think in terms of things I've loved the most in recent times, um, I'm cynical and twisted, and I loved the new Twin Peaks series. Well,
0: yeah, I, I never I never checked that out. I loved so it I'm so deeply. To.
1: It's it's ridiculous. I, I laughed so hard throughout it. So I
0: like laughing. What can I say? Well, look, we've only touched scratched the surface of what we can talk about. I hope you've enjoyed your time. Have you enjoyed your time? I have me? very much. Really? You're Hopefully I'll saying? come back sometime. I'd love to have you back.
1: Dog, and this is the one
0: your, year anniversary
1: of your show. It's the
0: one year anniversary. The
1: anniversary party. Thanks The for anniversary
0: continues. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Happy that you're a dad. Can I say that you're a dad or is that like I am private? No,
1: I'm a dad. I like being a dad.
0: Love it. Love it.
1: Everyone... Everyone become a dad.
0: Become... Everybody or, or become a dad. A dad to something. Or a mom. Yes. Father an idea. Mother an idea. It's mother an idea. <laughs> well... Great yeah. times. Thank you. Bye. And that was my chat with the great and grand Johnny Hawken. Please enjoy yourself after having listened to it i know that that was the height of bliss but i'm telling you uh, life will still have good things i do hope you enjoyed the podcast if you have any questions or comments i will read them on air you can send them to w-e-a-k-l-y podcast at gmail.com uh as i said at the top rating reviewing subscribing really helps and of course supporting financially helps as well uh, there's a Patreon and you can also go to co-fi.com slash Nick I know I'm annoying you with this, bombarding you with this, but honestly, it all really helps. So thank you. You're awesome. I really appreciate the listens. I really appreciate you and I hope you're feeling good. And if you like me are staying in a darkened room for a lot of time, I, I hope you're getting a lot out of it. And it's, uh, pleasing your senses. See you soon. Oh, man. Nick. oh, God. Flanagan. oh, God. oh man. Nick Flanagan Weekly. Nick. Flanagan weekly.